clap. Wasn't that amazing? Come on, let's give the team a big hand clap for that today. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. And I want to tell you today that you are God's favorite one. Somebody look at somebody and say, I'm God's favorite. You need to know that today. You need to know that you are special. You need to know that you mean something to the Lord. You need to know that God uh, has a plan for your life. And we've been in the whole series at church uh, talking about the favor of God and what the favor of God looks like. And the favor of God means to be approved of, to be given privilege and preferential treatment, to be given benefits and to be given gifts, to be given unfair advantage. And I, I challenge you to go ahead and listen to the podcast because it's some vital information, some things that you can really grow from and you can go deeper in many scriptures that you can read the word of God with. But to walk in God's favor, I believe that this is the season for that. And we hear so much of that around the Christmas time, talking about gifts and talking about God giving his son and and, and, uh, and I believe that God wants us to know that this, the real key to knowing this favor is really knowing his grace. And we talked about grace the last couple of weeks as well. And grace is not just a religious idea. Many times when we hear the word grace, well, oh, I, I just need grace. I just, sometimes we don't really realize that God's grace is really amazing. All right, let me talk over here. God's grace is really amazing. Somebody say amazing grace. Come on, amazing grace. That saved the wretch like who? Like me. I once was blind, but now you know the song. But it was really his amazing grace. And amazing grace is not just an idea, but grace is a person. And in any moment, you can run to that person. You can come to that person, and his name is Jesus. Amen. And John said this, 117, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Jesus was the very embodiment of grace and truth. And so we said that grace is undeserved favor, kindness, and love. You can also say that grace can't be earned. We can't work for it. We can't pay enough. We can't come to church enough. We can't read our Bible enough. Grace is a free gift, and it must be received that way. There's no, uh, you don't have to punch a card and punch out a card and say, look, God, look what I did for you to deserve this. No, grace can't be earned. Grace is a gift, and grace wants to reign in your life. And we also said that grace is not just a, a gift, it's not these, but it's also an empowerment so that you can live a holy and live a pure life. Grace uh, is a God's ability. Somebody say God's ability. And we can access this grace by faith, by believing that he did it, that he paid the price, that he worked it out. Listen, the gospel is good. Somebody say the gospel is good. Listen, you can't mix uh, the gospel with any other gospel. Matter of fact, in Galatians, Paul was rebuking them because he said, uh, you're believing another gospel. See, the gospel of grace is pure. It's pure. It's, it, you got to drink it straight. That's what uh, uh, Winnie Banav says. And we can get it done with grace. And we read the scripture, Hebrews 4, 16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace in the time of need. And so there's a confidence that God wants to, us to have that we can come to his throne, that we can come before him knowing that he has a plan for our life, knowing that he loves us. And we have this confidence. And please listen to these messages. We have this confidence because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. We have the, the, this confidence to come to his throne of grace and in the time when we need help somebody say help come on say it like you really need it help some of y'all really do need it you better say it help amen you don't got time listen if you you know like i've been in some different accidents and all that stuff you ain't got time to be like you know say all this stuff all you can say help me jesus somebody say i know that's right amen 
You get that $5 later. I used to give 20, but I just see now I get five. <laughs> but let me just let me just end with this. How do I know that I'm God's favorite? That's my point. How do I know that I'm God's favorite? I love the scriptures. My favorite scripture is John 3, 16 through 17. For the, this is how much God loved the world. And you know you're a part of the world, right? And the Bible says, this is how God loves the world. He gave his one and only unique son as a gift. I know that I'm God's favorite because he gave the best that he could give to me. Somebody say to me, to me, you got to make it personal. So now everyone who believes in him will never perish, but experience everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world, but to be its savior and rescue it. I love it that God never throws anything away. He rescues it. And maybe some of you feel like you've been thrown away. Maybe you feel like you've been casted aside. I want to tell you that God is coming with a rescue. And maybe there's some family members, some people you've been praying for. I'm telling you, don't throw them away. Many times when people don't do the things that we want them to do, we easily uh, can get rid of them or block them or don't answer their texts or their phone calls. Don't throw people away because they don't do what you think they should do. Pray for them and believe that God's going to rescue them. Somebody say, the great rescue is coming. The great rescue is coming. God did not send his son into the world to judge it, but to be its savior and to rescue it. I love this scripture in Ephesians 1 through 5. How do I know that I'm God's favorite? It said that God decided in advance. Somebody say in advance. Don't you like when people uh, think about you in advance? Uh, we were able to go to a, a party last night or a dinner uh, dinner engagement. And as we went, uh, we could see that the host and the hostess, they had thought about us coming. That everything was laid out. The table was laid out. The food was nice and warm. I mean, they, the drink was, it was like strawberry and lemonade. I just, I think I had about eight of them things. I don't know if you get drunk off of strawberry and lemonade, but I was close. And, and I was so pleased because I knew that they had thought about us in advance. How much more? Has God thought about your life, every detail of your life in advance? He knew that you'll be here right now. He knew that you will be sitting right now in this place. And the Bible says God decided, he made a choice in advance to adopt us. I know what it's like to be adopted. I am adopted. And, and, and you know, it's one thing to have a child, but it's another thing to take somebody else's child. How many know what I'm saying? I mean, some of y'all be like, yeah, you could come. Johnny could come over for about three hours. And then Johnny going to have to go back home to his parents. Amen. But God is not like that. God has adopted us. God has brought us in to his family. God adopted us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do. I love that. This is what he wanted to do. Why do I know that I'm his favorite? Because this is what he wanted to do. He wanted me in his family. He wanted me to be a part of what he's doing. He wants you to be a part of what he's doing. You're a part of a bigger picture. You know, sometimes we only see me, myself, and I, but I want to tell you, you're a part of a big picture. Glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. And this is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure when I was looking at my daughter who was Sophia you know I'm just gonna throw that out there was my baby that was my daughter yes it was she get all of it from me anyway and a little bit from my mama praise the Lord (laughs) but when I thought about the great pleasure that it brought Sophia to give her friend this gift the thing that meant the most to her how it pleased her 
And that's the way it is with God. It pleased God to give us his son. It pleased God to give us his best. So we praise God. Somebody, come on, give God a praise. So we praise God for the glorious grace. Somebody say grace. Come on, keep clapping and say grace. Thank you, Lord. For we praise God for his glorious grace. This ain't any kind of grace. It's not just amazing grace. It's glorious grace. It's full of his presence. It's full of who he is. He has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. This is why we celebrate Christmas. This is why we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Somebody say, well, you know, he really wasn't born. I don't care when he was born. He was born. That's what matters. And I'll celebrate his birthday every day. Thank you, Jesus, that you came as a baby. Thank you, Jesus, that you came as a man and you came and you lived your life and took the price for me with your blood. He, let me read that again. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sin. So basically we can have assurance that we are God's favorite because God gave his best so that we can receive his best. God gave his best. God gave his best so that he could receive the best. Listen, you are the best. Look at somebody say you're the best. Look at him. You might not feel like it today. You might have came in here straggling in, limping, you know, with all of your discouragement, all of your issues. But when God looks at you, he says, you're the best. Or like, you know, you're the best. If you're from New York, you say, yo, you're the best. You know what I mean? You're the best. How you say it in Spanish? Somebody help me out. Jesus, how you say you're the best? No. In Espanol, señoritas. Espanol, poquito, por favor. How you say it? Say it out again. Sos es mejor. Okay, I don't like the way I said that, but you said it really nice. <laughs> Come on, do we got some Koreans in the house? How do you say it in Korean? Matt, Julie? Y'all, y'all letting me down right now. Lizzie? She's like, I'm half Korean. Hold up. Oh, gosh. Uh, get this on the mic. Oh, Ni hao, ni hao, ni hao. Glory to God. Come on. We got any other languages in here? How do you say you're the best in Ghana? Who's from Ghana? Huh? Italian. Say it in Italian. Hey, Ghana. Oh my gosh, there's too many languages up here. Everybody say you the best in your language. Go ahead. One, two, three. <laughs> you the best. You the best. I think somebody needs to put that on your mirror so you can see it every day. You are the best. God wouldn't give his best if you weren't the best. Let's hear it in Amharic. Ooh. Okay, yeah. It's too... Yes, I can't say it, but yes, amen. <laughs> so basically, we can have the assurance that we're God's favorite because we, he gave his best because he wanted the best. You are the best. But let me just finish like this. Unwrap the gift. It's one thing to get a gift, but you got to unwrap the gift. I remember uh, being adopted into a beautiful family and 
you know, some things happened later on in life, but I remember those first few years I was imagining it, you know, like when I was in my car just thinking about the sermon and and I went all the feelings, you know. I, how many remember Teddy Ruxpin? Anybody remember him? And how many remember Five O? Anybody remember Five O back in the day? Uh, you know, Five O's Great American Tale. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay. And so the kids are like, "No, we got to watch it." Anyway, so I remember coming downstairs, and there's Five O sitting right in front of the Christmas tree, and all these packages. And 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 I think this was a probably like one of my first. I've never really experienced Christmas like this. And I remember the shock. Somebody say shock. I remember the shock of all these gifts. And my brother came down, and and Maurice, and he began to look. And we were just in shock because we had just got adopted. We were just in this brand new family, and we did not know what to do. And I remember my mom and dad coming down the steps, you know, in their PJs and their pajamas. I had my little onesies on. My brother had his onesies on. And they're probably looking at us like, what is wrong with these kids? Because we're just standing there like bright lights in our face looking at the gifts. And and I remember my dad coming up to me and said, Malik, the gifts are not just for you to look at. You got to unwrap them. Somebody say unwrap the gift unwrap the gift and I remember like crazy mania happened after that I don't know uh, all I don't know where the trash went I don't know how it all happened but something came over me it was excitement it was expectation and I ran towards the gift and I couldn't read yet and so I would ask my brother what does this my name on it and he said this is your name and I began to rip it open and then it was this and every time I said I would give my mom and dad a hug and say thank you thank you so much thank you so much can I keep it can I keep it Unwrap the gift and you can keep it. Whatever God has for you is for you. And in this season, I want you to know that God is, it's one thing to talk about grace. It's one thing to to talk about favor, but God wants you to unwrap it. We unwrap it by reading his word. We unwrap it by hearing what he says about us. You the best. In this gift, there is healing. Even right now, if you need healing for your body, unwrap the gift. Healing is here right now. In this In this gift, there's deliverance. Some of you need deliverance. I need deliverance. Praise the Lord. When we say people need deliverance, they get scared and start to leave. But deliverance simply means freedom from any addiction, stronghold, or demonic power. There's a gift. God wants you to unwrap the gift of prosperity. He wants you to unwrap the gift of joy. And he wants you to unwrap the gift of peace. I speak peace over my son, Caleb. You want to come down here with me, Caleb? Maybe not. Why don't we just stand up on our feet today? I want to ask you a question. Now that you know that you're God's favorite, I've proved it to you, and we've said it in many different languages that you are the best. What gift are you going to unwrap this year? What gift are you going to unwrap? What gift are you going to unwrap and keep? Maybe it's the gift of healing. Maybe it's the gift of hope. Yeah, I love that song that says the thrill of hope. It's the thrill of hope. It's the thrill of hope. And there is a thrill of hope when you know that not only is grace available, but you can access this grace through his blood and you can keep the gift that God has for you. And just right now, with every eye closed, every head bowed, there might be somebody here today. Thank you for listening to the Relentless DC podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. For more information about Relentless DC, go to www.relentlessdc.com or facebook.com forward slash relentlessdc.